Hey there, hi there, ho there. Welcome to episode 101. Who would have thought that Zoe would inspire us to make it this far? I think we are the raven uh, of podcasts. You know, in the 100, she kind of, she's just like the late person in the 100. She just, she said, I'm going to, what is the word I'm trying to think of? Shuttle myself to earth. I'm going (laughs) to throttle to the ground. Let me tell you, the 100, I question the science behind that show, but it is so, it's like addicting for some reason. And I was spoiled yesterday um, about a character death on Twitter. I thought I followed no one on Twitter who cared about the 100 but turns out I was wrong everybody was very mad and I was like I'm mad because y'all are spoiling it for me thank you with no warning Mm-mm. with no warning I only like one CW show guys and you gotta go and spoil it for me you mean okay can I recommend a CW show other than the vampire diaries well I meant like as of right now because I used to watch CW but yes, you can recommend one. What does CW stand for? <laughs> like for real, Carsey Warner. <laughs> um, the only thing I can think of is Cartoon Network. That's not it. I don't know. Is it Car? Is the- it really? Is it Carsey Warner? Am I crazy? Hold on. In C- case you haven't caught on, this is a seamless and themeless episode. Yeah, so we're just doing whatever we want, guys. Don't, don't even get excited about anything. Actually, do because we're we're bringing some groundbreaking news. Um, CW, I don't know. It's not saying anywhere. There are so many words. Okay. Um. Wow. Me, who was about to talk about starting reading again and saying there are so many words. Honestly, I think it's just like letters because it's probably like all the other. I'm so sorry for saying Carsey Warner. That was so wrong. Okay. The C stands for CBS and the W stands for Warner Brothers. So I wasn't horribly off. Sense. I was like halfway wrong. That makes sense. Uh, there you go, guys. That's it. We're ending the podcast. You want to take a quiz? Thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Lessons <laughs> with C and D about CW. Um, my recommendation after that long tangent and i'm also working on controlling the volume of my voice because sometimes i get a little bit loud i get a little um my recommendation on netflix seasons one and two which i have rewatched twice i don't know why i just i think i, I know what you're it. gonna recommend do you really Book i what think do, so what are you gonna what do you think it is i don't know it's a c i don't know if it's cw though but i can't remember the name but isn't it like the prequel to Sex in the City. Oh, no. Not what the Carrie it? Diaries. Because, well, you said season one and two, and I was like, that had only two seasons, and I think that was on CW. I think it was, too. I did watch that show, and I liked season one, but season two was kind of, uh, uh, but that's not the recommendation. The recommendation is In the Dark. I've never heard of that. So, it's about this girl who's in her late 20s. And she's blind. She's blind. Oh my gosh. And she's like living her life. She's a little problematic. She's got some problems with alcohol. And she works at a guide dog center with her best friend Jess, who's the veterinarian. And her other friend Tyson, who's a teenager, who saved her after getting mugged. 
dies and she's trying to solve the murder oh my gosh sorry i was just like looking up the show um that sounds interesting i've never heard of that i've heard of dark which everyone loves on netflix but i have never seen it i've seen a few episodes of that like when it first came out i think that show's ending now and it's in i could be wrong about this german i think question mark wow but it's a little bit confusing there's a lot of timelines and stuff that i don't fully understand it is science fiction and you know science fiction tv shows i feel like can be very confusing um they can be really interesting i think science fiction um concepts are really interesting it's just how how they're portrayed that's where everything can go wrong that and it being in another language like adds a whole Mm -hmm. other element to it because don't get me wrong i am down to watch a show that is not in english like i'm so down i do it often but when it's already like a complex plot and i'm reading the subtitles sometimes some information is just like not there yeah um i was what was i gonna say oh yesterday i went down like a netflix trailer hole but like old netflix shows not like old but like a few years back some have been canceled yeah 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 and i just like i don't know why i feel like i'm in such a small bubble when it comes to netflix shows i've only like there are so many out there that have had like maybe two or three seasons or maybe even one season that i never even knew about there's just a show called colony i guess it's still on netflix um it has sawyer from lost and Lori from The Walking Dead on it. And it's it's science fiction as well. I watched the trailer. I had no idea what was going on. Um, I don't plan on watching it. But it just like made me think. How many shows are on Netflix. That I don't even know about. Because Net- I feel like Netflix's algorithm. Is a little weird. I think all of these algorithms are weird. Um, you know, I have this dream for the perfect streaming platform, and it takes elements from, like, all of the different ones. Mm-hmm. Like, I appreciate that Netflix doesn't have ads, and Hulu, she stays giving me ads, unless you're rich and can afford the no-ad plan, but mm-hmm. I'm not, so oh well. Um, and then Prime Video, I feel like I love that you can see who the actors are when you tap the screen. Like, if you're ever watching something and you're like, oh my god, I've seen this person before, you can, like, tap it in on the side and be like, so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that element. And then, like, the originals, I think all of those platforms do pretty okay in the originals department. So if we could just... But Hulu doesn't put the show you recently watched up top, which does not make any sense to me. Okay, so I'm going to rant about Hulu and Amazon Prime. I think those platforms just look ugly. They are organized horribly, especially Hulu. I get so frustrated that I'll be watching a show, and I don't know if I like it yet um, or anything. And usually, like, you know on Netflix, you can start something, and it's still in your watch list. Mm-hmm. Um, Hulu does not do that. You have to add it to your list or whatever. If you want to, like, yeah. if you want it to pop up. And I hate that. And you're, and Hulu sometimes just doesn't remember where you left off. It really does. Hulu, okay. 
I have a complicated relationship with her anyway. We all know that I have had and canceled and had and canceled and had and canceled Hulu like 72 times. And I always say, I'm never going back. It's like those cigarette ads where it's like, I'm only mm-hmm. going to smoke once. And then like they're addicted. It's like that. Um, right now, I'm on the two ninety nine a month for six months situation. So in February, bye Miss Hulu. Because uh, <laughs> I am not paying for that. And it also might be bye Miss Prime because she is a little expensive. She is. And I think Amazon Prime just looks ugly. To begin with, I just, just like having can be those, improved. that cast list on the side. I do too. Like, I wish everyone watching, did that. Yeah, I'll be watching on Amazon Prime, then I'll switch to Netflix, and I'll be so disappointed that I have to actually go on IMDb. But I think it's because IMDb and Amazon are like shared or whatever by the same company or whatever. I just need um, it to be like that. But like, okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. You watch a lot of movies. Do you have the IMDb app? No. Okay, does anybody have it? Because as much as I use IMDb, like, I use it multiple times a week, and I don't have the app. I don't think I have a reason to get the app. And I think the app is, the app is, like, when you're an actual, like, person who works in the film industry, and you have an account, you are on IMDb, Um, but that is not me. And I use it so many times, but I will never do it. It's like Wikipedia. I don't think there's a Wikipedia app. I think there is. Well, nobody uses the Wikipedia app. Katie apologizes to anyone who does. For that generalized statement. Um, I will not, you know. I speak my truth. Vote for doll 2020. Oh my god, my whole throat just like closed up when I said that. Oh, it's okay. Mine did earlier, too. Um, Stop using apps for websites that already work well mobile. Like, Agree. Some apps suck. Like, some are absolutely horrible. Speaking of fanfic, the Wattpad app is horrible. (laughs) I'm not speaking of fanfic, but okay. (laughs) The Wattpad app is horrible. Also, I will say... um, no one I mean I know people know about this but if you don't whatever um Canva which is like what I use when I make the graphics graphic design is my passion for the website um the app for it is trash like the website pretty good even if you don't have pro like even if you're cheap like me and you want to use like the free version the website should be popping up but the app garbage mm-hmm you know, um, speaking of garbage apps, I keep a journal on my phone because it's just convenient. But I've had, like, the same app since, like, high school and, like, you know, pretty old. Well, I tried to go in today. My entries would not save. And I was getting a little frustrated and also a little anxious because I have years worth of journal entries. Um, I know you think I don't journal, but I actually do. But Are yours, like, typed it's, out? Yeah, it's, like, just random no- It's It's honestly kind of random notes and thoughts or just, like, creative ideas. Can Ugh. you share one line or is it too personal? Um, no. I just want to <laughs> know the stuff. Like, my journal's right there. I'll literally read a line. I don't care. <laughs> well, mine's not, like, personal. It's more, like, ideas that I have for, like, writing and stuff. And I keep it private so nobody can ever find it. 
because sometimes I'm embarrassed about like the ideas that I have. Um, like one idea, I was like, I think this is kind of wrong. I don't think anybody <laughs> would want to see. It. I think I would get like, I think everybody would hate me. I would be like in Woody Allen territory. She said this is unorthodox. She said this is inappropriate. Oh, um. But let me read an unorthodox thought really quick. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> let me get myself in trouble. This Let's might not convince entry. me. I also don't like. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god! I can't read any from this one month because I was so <laughs> depressed. Like, <laughs> um, what does this say? Ooh, this one's right before Corona hit. I'll just read this one sentence. I get what she means, though. Okay. <laughs> um, well, what was I going to say? Oh, what I was going to say is that because I've been using this app that hasn't been updated in years, um, I had to search all through the app store for a new journal app that could lock and would never give up on me. And I finally found one. I actually uh, paid for the premium to just buy all the fold, like, because you, you're only limited to, like, seven folders. Is it Penzu? Like, I, uh, I don't think so. No. When you said folders, I was like, Penzu. I don't think so, but um, it backs up on my iCloud and... You know, I paid $8 for the premium, but I think it's kind of worth it. So I'm spending my time copying all of my entries to this new app. And let me tell you, it is taking a long time. And I'm getting a little frustrated. I feel that, though. The paranoia of losing everything haunts me sometimes. Because I have before. This has happened before, but I lost everything. So I'm not going through that again. I made sure to find a good app. And I, I even checked to see, like, how often they update the app. And they do. Um, so I have my just, physical, and then I have a digital. I, physical, I don't know what it is about physical. I think it's because I constantly get ideas just throughout the day. And it's just right there. When um, I'm out, I use Penzu, if anyone cares. P-E-N-Z-U. It's free, but I think they have a premium version, too. Um... And I just type that, and then I turn it into a QR code if I want to put it in the physical. Mm. Cool. You know, I, I love talking about – I like um, hearing other people's journal interests because I am not willing to share mine. <laughs> I mean, some of it I literally can't read because I will get myself in trouble. But and that's okay. other bits of it – I have seen on TikTok – movie and film like film journals i've seen those too they're so cute and i'm like i could never i don't have the time for that and like also i don't have color printing so it just would not look cute i do okay so we have color printing but our printer is not very like good like sometimes it makes those little horizontal lines Mm -hmm. on there like okay this is just Katie's seen p- pages from this journal. She's oh, yeah. also heard a full entry from my middle school journal, <laughs> where I really went off, and I want to talk about that in a second because I I have a way to connect it. Anyway, like we've been vision boarding lately, people, um, because sometimes I feel a little lost 
and what mm-hmm. I want and what I want to achieve. And I had it on like a little cork board, but that's a little too public for me. I don't need my family knowing my aspirations. Like they don't need to know that. <laughs> they don't need to know. But I was like, okay, we're going to glue them in here. Like, look, we started a hobby section. Aw. Oh, my goodness. That's so cute. Thank you. I I like the little borders around it. Like, really makes them stand out. Thank you so much. That is courtesy of Miss Google Docs. (laughs) Just click your image and hit the little pencil. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that, but the, okay, back to the sixth grade entry. This is why I love Seamless and Themeless. I can just sound like an idiot and it doesn't matter. (laughs) <laughs> there's this tiktok and if i can find the account i'll put it in the show notes or something but their whole account is <laughs> just this guy or girl i don't know i think it's a guy that says like normal kids getting snacks from the pantry and it's like oh man i guess we'll get some chips and it's like boys named aiden getting ones and it's like aiden. <laughs> it's like a nutrient ball <laughs> middle school with who his name was not Aiden but it was also an A name so I don't know what that says about that um who had a voice that was very similar he had that like Polar Express Mm -hmm. that annoying kid oh yeah that kid Mm -hmm. it's kind of the um how not like a nerd but you know a kid who thinks he knows everything. Yeah, like obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know what happened to this kid because after like eighth grade, I never saw him again. Uh, but he talked like that. And when I saw that TikTok, it really just like thrusted me back to fifth grade. And I just heard this line in my head of that kid being like, did you hear about the new Baku gone? Like, that's how we talked. <laughs> and the fact that they talk so fast. And this t- I swear I'm not a bully. Maybe I was then, but not now. Um, th- <laughs> this kid, me and him, had beef at one point, and that is when I read that journal entry to you. And I would mm-hmm. read it again, but it's it's in my closet. I can't get it. Um, it's too far away. I would have to unplug everything. He, you know, he told everyone in the class after we did one of those switch your papers graded things. He did not. He, he did told not. everyone. And I did horrible on this one thing because this was back when, like, me and English, for some reason, we had some issues. Like, me and English in, like, fifth grade, like, quotation marks, I did not mm-hmm. understand. And I got a 20 on it, like, a 20. Oh. And I remember being like, and it would have been fine if that fathead didn't open his mouth and be like, Taylor got a 20. Or no, I'm sorry. Taylor got a 20. Like, <laughs> did you punch him in the face right then and there i did write about it in the journal entry i didn't but i wanted to i said Mm -hmm. i really just want to like kick him Mm. that's not having healthy coping skills i you know i have a story about a kid but for the sake of you know i don't know if i'd be going too far when talking about this but I definitely will talk to you about this because like I was thinking about the other day I'm like this was wrong but I don't think I should talk about it here do you want to share it to me like it's a therapy session later yeah was this wrong it wasn't towards me all yeah it wasn't towards me but like he was still like pretty strange anywho 
Um, I was telling you about some big news earlier in the film industry, and I'm so excited to tell you. Oh my god, I'm very on edge. So, we all know, we will talk about this later as well. We all know Harry Styles, a known musician, is getting into, he's getting back into the film industry. After three years. Mm. But another musician is stepping into the film industry. Who? Our favorite um, woman of all time, Halsey, is... um, let me just let me just set the scene of what the movie will actually be. I don't remember exactly what the synopsis said, but um, it is based in high school. Where um, are you? And I'm and so I'm sorry. And it's something about like a best friend trying to find like figure out the murder of her. I don't know. A girl figuring out the murder of her best friend. And everybody on Twitter was like, "Isn't Halsey like old?" And while she's not old, because she's literally 25, and she even said, didn't realize 25 was, like, pushing it. It's not, but it is for high school. Yeah, and she also does not look like a high schooler. Mm-mm. Like, it seems like And that's strange. not an insult to her. It's just, like, she just doesn't. Like, there's mm-hmm. some people who are older that can play significantly younger, and mm-hmm. some people can't. It just depends on, like, what you look like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, um, there's the big news. I can't wait to see it. We definitely need to watch that. If I think it Field might trip. come out on Netflix. <laughs> Field trip. <laughs> How did we forget our other big film news? The one about Harry Styles? No. Well, kind of. Uh, <laughs> the one about Harry Styles. The after franchise, we got confirmation, people. <laughs> Three and four, baby. Wait, let let's act like. Who do you want to act like in this scenario? Let's let's pretend we're announcing it. Okay, I'll be Josephine. Okay, I'll be hero. And you have to um, commit to the accent as well. Oh no, you gotta do it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she's like Australian. Ooh, okay, oh no, so no, I can't do Australia. Isn't she like? We're so she, excited to talk about the third and I don't fourth think she's film. That Australian, but like she just she sounded like Kendall, not Jenner, but <laughs> Kendall Vertes or whatever her name is from Dance I hope Moms. She's okay, she's my partner, and I hope she's okay. Like they sounded like they were being held at gunpoint to like do this announcement, this promo. Yeah. Um, I guess we have to go with our own accents, though. I cannot do an accent to save my life. I'm so... So Josephine is like, we're so excited to announce the After franchise continuing with the third and fourth film. Man, that feels so good to get out there. Yeah. Hip, hip, hooray. Like, she sounded so deflated. And I, I did that specific pause because they, like, they seem like news uh, casters or whatever who would just be like, what's going on over at the crime scene, Dave? So here on Lincoln Street, as... <laughs> if you know, you know. As someone who... I was going to say worked in the news industry. As someone who studied the news industry, it's those daggum delays. Um, but they are I funny every time. <laughs> They're so funny, though. They make me laugh and laugh. 
But I'm like, did they have beef? Because we all know that Catherine and Josephine... I say this as if, like, I'm friends with these girls. We all know that Catherine and Josephine have beef. But, like, do Hero and Josephine have beef? Because they seemed, like, to me... And everyone can correct me if I'm wrong. Did it not remind you of, like, Robert and Kristen trying to do promo after the scandal? But, like... No, I'm going to say no, because Robert and Kristen, we all know why that was so awkward, because they, like, had a history. But these two, I, as far as I know, they don't have a history with one another. Not, like, a romantic scandal, but it just seemed like there like, was I no still, anything there. I just I just think it's because they're announcing it over probably a Zoom call, and, you know, maybe they just really don't like the series. Maybe, maybe they are... Um, Robert Pattinson's and this they are both Robert Pattinson they have to be even though this series I'm so sorry Anna Todd I did buy your first book girl you have some of my money in your bank account um is so bad but we all know I'm gonna watch every single film I mean technically we both contributed to Anna Todd's bank account because we did watch her adaptation and I think she wrote it oh so I've definitely given her my money twice yeah um, I have given her my attention by reading After and part of After 2 in high school. So I'm going to read all of them. I did read the first one, and it was a ride. I wish I could <laughs> get back to those voice messages that I sent you as I was reading it, because they were some of the funniest things I have ever said in my entire life. Yeah, but there was some confusion, confusion between us. Because when you sent me that, I originally was like, they said series. Does this mean a TV series? Are they adapting? Are they finishing it out as a TV series? And we're like, no, I think it's just a film series. And I was like, here's the thing. Guys, we need to learn our terminology. Um, films, it's a film franchise. Um, it's a TV series. Or if you're British, uh, the season is the series. I don't know what they call the overall show. Um, but that is how it works. So Josephine and Hero... Or the person, I think it was the person who actually, like, made the made TikTok, the TikTok that said series. I don't yeah. think they were wrong. I think it was just yeah. a TikTok user. D- sorry, Josephine Hero. I don't hate y'all. Just saying. This is Hero's I- second franchise. It is. He knows Harry those boy. definitions. He said, pip, pip, cheerio. And then Josephine was out there. She said, I'm done playing this game. Get it right. It's franchise, not series. Mm-hmm. And I never sent you that scene that was leaked because I think they've already been showing the movie in certain countries. And I I believe it was in Denmark. And in the scene that was leaked, it just was like horrible movie theater, you know, illegally recording. It was... <laughs> she said... <laughs> we need the cops to hear. Um... <laughs> Why is it available there? I want to watch it. I want to so bad. The scene that I watched, I already know this is this is going to be a ride for us. It's something we need. Um, it was basically them being like, they're just yelling at each other. And that boy's eyes were going to pop out of his head. I swear. I was scared. He was scaring me because he just looked red. He looked like a little cherry. Me, when anyone gets slightly, like, louder with me, and I just start to, like, cry. 
And they but said if, the but if it's word. my grandma, I'd really be going off. So, like, mm. someone explain that to me. I, okay. Here's the deal. Like, you know how everyone expresses their love in a different way? We've talked about it. Love languages. Mine is acts of service. So, when everybody leaves the house which is the only time this house is ever really empty is the weekend because, like, the week, no. Like, I'm with people all the time. I will take my time to clean. It's a therapeutic moment for me. I, like, vacuum the floors. I load up the dishwasher. I wipe down the counters, clean the microwave. I have the time of my life with the tunes popping off. And it's normally after I've been on this cycle for a freaking million years. I did 24 miles today. I was shredding. (gasps) Wow. I said, I, I can pedal to the that. moon. That is when, so exciting. When the tunes hit, the tunes hit. But I had cleaned. And that was when the whole live, laugh, love altercation happened. And she was, she had that attitude of, I'm the only one that does anything around here. And I was mm. like, <laughs> does this house clean itself? I just it's... don't expect credit for cleaning. I do it because it makes me feel good. I think this has turned into a very dangerous public therapy session. But I also love her so much, and she's my favorite person, and my mom too, and everybody in my family. Love them all. You know, um, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what my love language is. I really don't. Mm, Okay, so there's acts of service, physical touch. I don't know how people's love language is physical touch. I hate, like, please don't touch me. Um quality time words of affirmation and what is Mm. the fifth one i don't know how to communicate my feelings so i don't think that would be it let me look it up love languages i read a book about languages (laughs) i read a book about it in my psychology class let's see the five love languages um okay receiving gifts Oh, that's the the last one, yeah. Wouldn't it be giving gifts, though? I think... Okay, so your love language is how you give and receive, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So, like, for me, an acts of services... Or acts, acts of services? Acts of service, excuse me. Like, I clean in times of crisis. I'm a crisis cleaner, right? Um... And I do that because it calms me down, but also it's a service for somebody else because it's a shared environment. But I also appreciate it when people do acts of service for me. Like if they think about something and they're out and they're like, oh my God, you know, I looked in the fridge today and Taylor is out of almond milk. I am going to get that for her. That means the world to me. Mm. But physical touch... Get it away. Uh-uh. I, I saw a TikTok where this girl was like, so my boyfriend's love language is physical touch. And it just showed, like, all of, like, examples of him. And what did I tell you? Like, the weirdest, just, a lot, there was a lot of touching of the feet. And I've seen this TikTok. I know what you're talking about. And I literally, and everybody in the comments was like, oh, God, I wish my boyfriend would physically touch me. <laughs> and I'm over here like, I'm so not about it. So I'm looking at this. I think mine would either be words of affirmation. I just don't think. I think I'm like too awkward for that. Like I can't, I can't give 
or receive compliments well? I I think that that's difficult for a lot of people because sometimes words of affirmation can be like they can seem disingenuous if that makes sense like you yeah know, like if you're running the mile in PE and you're like the last one and everyone's like yeah you got this that makes me want to jump off a cliff yeah I think mine would probably I could see it as acts of service to be honest or quality time someone said today on TikTok that today on TikTok breaking news uh <laughs> Someone said that, like, love languages can also be hate languages, and I thought that was interesting. It could be. I mean, physical touch could definitely be It could be, like, a, a violent hate. kind of mm-hmm. thing. But, like, I was trying to think, I'm like, how would the other... Like, obviously, words of affirmation, you could really tear somebody apart with your words if it's your hate language. I feel like access service is, like, petty. Because you could, like, ask somebody to clean the microwave, and they clean it, like, a little bit, but not enough. I don't think that's my hate language. It's definitely my love language, but I feel like it's not my... Well, maybe it is, because maybe that's me when I'm like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) But I don't ever say I'm not doing that. I always say I don't know, because sometimes I really don't. No. And they just don't take that as, like, the truth. Like, I'm like, I can do it, and it'll be messed up, and then I'll be getting yelled at anyway, because it's not right. Yeah, I mean... My father's love language is receiving gifts and giving gifts. And girl, I am not about that life. <laughs> but you know, it is a love language. I think giving gifts is fun sometimes. Like if you know the person. I think it's a mix of that and acts of service. Because like, I don't know. It's the whole like. You know, I think I'm getting too far into this. I'm going to stop myself before I say anything else. Like Taylor, when my granddad you... <laughs> puts gas in my car, I appreciate it. Acts of service. Yeah, so was that like acts of service or was that like receiving gifts? Because that could be a gift like in terms of like, here, I'm technically like kind of giving you money. I feel like a gift is like a physical present. See, that's just too much. This is just an example. But like, let's say there's like a, a couple and one of them, like, constantly gets the others, like, flowers each week. Like, I would say that is, like, giving gifts. That has always, like, annoyed me. And I think just in movies and TV in general, like, the characters that show their love through flowers. And, and they mean so well. And, like, most people have interpreted that as, like, cute. And, like, oh, he really cares about her. But in my mind, that's, like, it's... Buying affection. Yeah, buying affection mentality. And it's usually, like, roses and, like, I'm just not that type of... Yeah, and it's, like, box of chocolates. I think when you do it constantly like that, one, it becomes, like, less special because it's not... Like, if you got someone flowers, but it was just, like, like once a year or, like, for something really special, I feel like that's different. But if you Mm -hmm. were to, like, get them every week, I'd be like, okay, who cares? Not to be, like, unappreciative. But, like, I think that's, like, kind of creepy, too. I think it's because in TV shows and movies, sometimes that's a sign of, like, um, someone who's, like, really into you or just, like, someone who's obsessed with you. Okay, so in the Umbrella Academy, Vanya's um, boyfriend or, like, guy who has a crush on her he sends her flowers and they know each other for probably three days and turns out he's obsessed with her family and was just using her 
to like basically in the world. There's just a negative stigma around like giving flowers. And it's because of TV and movies. Thank you. I like see that because like especially when it's like extravagant stuff like jewelry or whatever I feel like it almost makes you indebted to the other person even if they don't necessarily expect anything like of that monetary value in return it's like you owe them something it reminds me of the relationship between Logan and Rory on Gilmore Girls Logan my biggest problem with him is he would do things that were so stupid like he cheated on her well okay he didn't cheat on her because they were on a break but it was like right after. Man, here come all the. F- Please don't say that friends quote. No, Please I said, don't. I, I was gonna say here comes all the friends fans. That's all I was gonna say. They paused their relationship for a moment, and he like hooked up with all of these girls who ended up being bridesmaids in his sister's wedding, and then, like to make it up to her, he had the school coffee cart like to be at her beck and call oh. like the whole week, and I'm like that kind of stuff just. To fix your wrongdoings, like using money and gifts. I'm not trying to come for anybody if that's your love language, but I just don't get it. I want to talk about, like, that whole trope in TV and movies where it's like, we were on a break or something. Because that is that is known in so many of these shows. And it's like Grey's Anatomy, for instance, when Meredith was going on her little, her little adventure in the earlier seasons when her and Derek took a break. Um, and then he, and he had the audacity to call her a whore. I'm like, Derek, Derek, you know what? You guys were on a break. You don't get to be jealous. But like that, I always wonder like, what, who is in the wrong in this situation? Is anybody in the wrong? Is there really such a thing as a break? I think you can take a break, but I feel like this is coming from me as someone who doesn't know love. Um, I feel like if you're going to take a break with somebody, you have to, like, define, like, the terms of said break. Like, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, are you taking a break and you're free to see other people? Are you taking a break from each other, but, like, you're not going to see other – like, you know what I'm saying? and I think one thing – and this may just be, like, a personal thing, but, like – if you're taking a break and you've ended it kind of badly, like you're on, it's just some big fight and you guys say, well, we're over, but like, they're not really over. They carry by each other. It's a very toxic relationship. And one of them, or even both of them go and sleep someone like the next night. That to me is kind of like, do you guys really care about each other? I feel like it's usually the person that got their heart broken that does that. And I think it's just because they want the other person to feel how they feel. Um, which, I, don't, I just think that's kind of like a disservice to the other person. But once again, I feel like that all depends on how things escalated to the point they escalated to. Like, if it was a calm, like, things have not been amazing, but we're kind of like, okay, I think we both just need space. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Whereas, like, if you explicitly say we're over, we're done, I'm doing whatever yeah. I want. Like, go off. Do I think the same night slash the next night slash that week is kind of soon and probably not a healthy coping mechanism? Yes. But technically, you're over, you're done. Yeah. 
I don't know why. I feel like we're giving advice on something we don't have experience in, but that's okay. Uh, coaches don't play, honey. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? You know who is not taking a break, but people are saying it. Who? Florence Pugh and Zach Braff. Because um, did are you ready for that big fat segue? I, did you see how smooth I am, that was? I, am, I liked it. Um, what is that movie called? Don't worry, darling. Starring my man, Harry, obviously, duh. Katie's woman, Florence, mm-hmm. obviously, duh. Our woman, Dakota, obviously, duh. Our man, Chris, the obviously, best Chris duh. Chris of Hollywood. Honestly, and that's on Princess Iris to the Royal Which also said Chris Pine, not the other Chris. There's nothing wrong, really, with Hemsworth or Evans. Everyone has really been talking about Evans lately. Something has been leaked by Evans himself. The poor man does not know how to use social media correctly. He said the noodles are al dente. (laughs) Oh. Anywho, (laughs) I do wonder, does Harry have, like, leading, like, of course, leading role, but is he, like, first in the, like, in the the billing? billing? Yeah. Top billing. I am not sure. It's going a little too far knowing he doesn't have that much acting experience. Is this just going to be an ensemble cast? Are they going to do it alphabetically? It is a film by Olivia Wilde, and apparently the script for it leaked, but what I heard was she actually like rewrote it, so I don't know how... I haven't looked at the leaked script or anything because I don't want to go into it knowing anything, but apparently she rewrote it so it's not the same i don't know how much has changed but harry's character's name is jack which like love that and then florence her character's name is alice i believe i don't know where dakota and chris come into play so i heard that dakota plays like a paranoid neighbor i feel like and then chris i forget he's like um he's in charge of kind of this like shady company I'm or a worker at a shady company. I could be so wrong about that, but um, that's what I heard. I feel like they really left Chris out of the conversation. Like everyone's been freaking out about the other three, oh but I'm like, give some appreciation mm-hmm. to him. I'm excited for Chris because I I love everything that he's in. He does such a good job. Blind dating mm-hmm. is a movie. He does really good in every everything he's in. I okay the whole cast. I was going to say the whole cast except for Florence. But let me explain why I'm saying except for Florence. It's because I don't know her that well. I've only seen her in one thing. I feel like they're all very nice. She's gotten in some heat in the past year or so. I've actually, like, never seen, like, interviews or anything with her. So, like, personality-wise, I really don't know what she's like. I, I like her acting. I think she's a really great actor. Um, But, yeah, Chris Pine, Dakota Johnson... And Harry, they seem like very nice people. And I'm sure Florence is too. I just don't know. Harry and Flo are married mm-hmm. in this movie, which has me shook, shaking, and quaking, baking, breaking bones in my body. Um, That's crazy to me. And the fact that it's a psychological thriller, which means that Harry's probably going to play like a psychopathic husband or something. I'm mm-hmm. excited. But it's set in the 50s, and that's the one thing I'm like, oh. I think they use the 50s as, like, a background to make it easy for her to be an unhappy housewife. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I want to see this modern though. I want it. It like, could definitely now. be modern because it's always like, okay, unhappy housewife. Well, housewives must be happy in 2020, so we have to go back to 1950s. 50s abusive. He'll probably wear a wife beater at some point. Um, she'll probably have pearls and heels. Even Zach Graff was joking about like Harry and them being together. I'm like, wow. Because everyone really gave her, like, Florence and him, Zach, a lot of, a lot of them Mm -hmm. because of the age difference. But, you know, I think Florence being, like, I don't know, she's, like, 24 or something. It's also none of our business, so, I'm not going to go and comment on her Instagram page and be like, ooh, disgusting. And the poor girl had to, like, defend herself. The only time I ever think it's, like, weird, weird is when the older person knew the younger person. When like, they were young. Way, way, way before adulthood. That's when I think it's kind of... And that's uh, on Liam Payne and Cheryl, what's her name? Sorry. I know she's big over in the UK. I just... But she knew him when he was, like, 14. Um, Katie was talking about the lack of diversity, and I agree, but it's also said in the 1950s, not saying that people of color didn't exist then but the 50s my second least favorite i will say though even if there was diversity we all know what the subject matter would be like Mm -hmm. and that's on the umbrella academy season two i have a lot of questions about the umbrella academy i'm gonna go off just for a second little aiden gallagher he had to bring all his siblings back into a previous time because the world was ending they need to figure out how to fix it but like 1950s for some reason or no, it was the 60s because it was when JFK got assassinated. And I'm like, why the 60s? And I'm like, why the 60s? You know, we could have gone like to the 90s, early 2000s, or maybe even the previous year. But why the 60s? <laughs> What's the choice there? You know, we love civil rights. We do. That was not sarcastic at all. It's just, I don't. I don't love it when people romanticize, like, previous time periods for, like, the aesthetic. And I'm not going to come on here and say I never have. Because mm. I definitely have. But I do stand by the answer of, like, no, I don't want to live in a time, like, pre... Yeah. I would say pre, like, 80s. Because I am a biracial woman. I do Ooh. think people, like, some people have a weird fascination with that time period. And, like, the 20s. And the whole, like, I'm putting quotes around this, Great Gatsby era. And I'm like, do y'all... Mm-hmm. Flapper girl, Do y'all really know girl. what was going on during that time period? No, they just saw Leonardo DiCaprio and they were like, that could be me on the screen. Yeah. Like, I think people just look at the aesthetic. And then there was this whole mm-hmm. TikTok trend where people were like, I miss the days when men would sing this song about a woman. And it was some song from, like that time period and i'm like yeah but he probably went and like beat up his wife like the next day for not cooking his bacon right so he probably did some things without consent probably i'm like because those clear definitions were not as um enforced as they are now And I just, I don't know, like, I get it if you appreciate certain aspects of a certain period in time, but, like, when you build it up, like, those people that are like, I was born in the wrong generation, I'm like, like, 
take like a you step could back. definitely say like I like the fashion of the 1950s. Mm-hmm. There's even this girl on TikTok who dresses like her whole life. She dresses like she was uh, in the 1950s, but like you you don't want to live in that era, you know? I know. I'm like, especially if you're a woman or a person of color or anyone who's not or straight. Or someone with men- mental cis. illnesses or any dis- or any disabilities. I think you can appreciate, like, the fashion and, like, the little saw cops and milkshakes or whatever. But if you try to pretend that, like, it was, like, the best time ever... You have to understand it's not. And, like, every decade has its issues. I'm not trying to be like, we live in a perfect oh, time no. now. No, we don't. But it's, like, the early 2000s, right? If I had to be like, I want to go back in time. Like, I was alive during the early 2000s, obviously, but I was a child. But I have, you know, this little dream sometimes of, like, I wish I would have been a teenager in the early 2000s. However, I think about the, like, body like the standard of beauty at that time was because that's insane. when like low-cut jeans and like crop tops were a thing Ooh, i do see videos of like the class of 2007 and it's like crazy i was in second grade in 2007 and that is just like the the people look so old for some reason like they have like mustaches oh, yeah. and you know but they look normal they look normal and i kind of i think i have these like goggles of like what I looked like or what my class looked like in 2017 and I really like I don't know I hope one day I get to see what the aesthetic of 2017 was because I can't like tell what it is I wish I would have graduated in 2014 when like that whole tumblr grind was really at its peak but like if I could have like if I could have been a big hypocrite like I am being right now if I could have, like, gone back and, like, been in high school in the early 2000s and not had, like, body image issues, which probably would have been impossible because of the standard, blah, 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 I would want it to feel like the music video for the Me and You Together song. <laughs> like, it just really... The color palette. All the early 2000s movies also give you, you know, nostalgia, like the early 2000s, like, high school movies and stuff. My school in the early 2000s, there was, like, this really big, like, scandal because um, some person um, wore a shirt that was pro-LGBTQ and it was, like, it had something to do with Lady Gaga. I've read about Yeah, it was, like, on MTV. Lady Gaga, like, tweeted and, well, I don't know if Twitter was a thing back then, but, like, she said her, um, she supported it, but, like, that person got suspended for wearing it and it became a really big deal so like yeah like even then like and even now i would say my school did jello fights <gasps> jello fights or jello wrestling either one <laughs> they used to have this thing in the springtime <laughs> you have like serious <laughs> issues at your school my school is just like stupid <laughs> <laughs> they used to have this spring um festival uh i don't want to say the name of it because yeah. it's it has a specific name and we only did it like one time when i was in high school because uh, it was a new school it had been rebuilt whatever but i just remember hearing stories from like previous students and teachers because a lot of teachers at my high school went to that high school like the old one 
they're like, yeah, we used to have jello wrestling during the spring festival. And I'm like, because in mine, they had this thing where they brought these old junker cars and like sledgehammers and you could like beat the yeah. car. Um, did your school do this? And like, I know other schools have done this, but I don't know about yours, but like there was like this pageant thing where like guys would cross dress and, you know, thinking back on it, a little suspicious, a little offensive, I should say, because, you know, these, the whole purpose was to make a joke out of cross-dressers and transgender people. I don't like that. But, like, that's not, but, like, back in the day, like, I didn't even think anything of it. I think, like, there's a way to be playful and fun, and then there's a way to, like, be mocking, and sometimes I don't think people are trying to be mocking all mm-hmm. the time, but I, I'm trying to remember because like you know how like sometimes you have false memories. Anyway, like we didn't have a pageant like that, but I think at a pep rally one time like some of the athletes wore like the cheerleader, and then one time during Spirit Week we were supposed because if if you don't know what Spirit Week out th- out there like during Homecoming Week they have different themed days yeah. so it might be like wacky tacky Wednesday or whatever but one of them was going to be like gender bender so like you were supposed to you know dress as the opposite gender Ooh. but then they canceled it which I'm kind of glad about but the only thing we had pageant eat was we had a prom fashion show one year spirit week oh that's a whole nother controversy that like the whole Spirit Week would get my school in trouble by today's standards. And, like, these are things that I realized. Well, I knew, like, some things were suspicious back in the day. But, like, Hawaiian Day. Girl. Like. Cowboys and Indians We did not do that. (laughs) We did not do that. But, you know, I guarantee you're probably not the only school. But, like, Hawaiian. Like, these things are offensive because it's not. Well. It doesn't represent the true culture. Like, flower shirts mm-hmm. and, like, basically, I even advocated, like, saying this because I was in student council and we, like, made up all the themes. I even said, like, instead of Hawaiian Day, can we just say Tourist Day? Because most people just end up, like, dressing like tourists. And because Hawaii, this just isn't represented. Like, this isn't a good representation of Hawaii. You know? I love that you advocated for that. There were some days that were tame. Like, there were some that were fine. Like, a, a common one at my school was Disney mm-hmm. days, so people would dress up as different Disney characters, and that's fine. That's cool. There was, like, Dynamic Duo Day, where people would do, like, iconic duos with, like, Y'all a friend Y'all had Redneck Day, right, though? Oh, well, I, I did no. grow up in a Redneck town, so... They did that as a theme for one of, because, like, when we had football games and basketball games, there would be a theme for the student section, but I was never in the student section for football, but basketball, I only went to, like, one game, and it was, like, America, like, red, white, and blue. Yeah, patriotic day. Um, Redneck day was always a special time, because it was so funny to watch people basically make fun of themselves, because redneck is not typically, like, a nice term, but, like... If you are, a, like, from that area, they, they took, took pride, pride in it. it. And they took pride in it by, you know, m- there was a lot of Trump 2020 um, merchandise going around. And there was a lot of Mossy And some people even wondered, like, are they just 
doing this in a mocking way? Like, are they actually dressing up like a redneck but aren't actually one? Because some people I just could not tell. Like, you really can't tell with some people. They're just not so open about political views. I can't... I remember one time... I don't know if this was during Spirit Week or not. But it was something like that. And the seniors... I know this time because this is the day that I locked my keys in my car. Um, We had a senior blackout. So, like, all the seniors were wearing black... And all I'm going to say is the shirt I had was fire. (laughs) Like, it was, the outfit was immaculate. And this cool girl at school, this cool, like, Tumblr-esque girl said that she liked my shirt. And I was like. That's the biggest compliment you could ever get. I am teen royalty. And then there was another day, which I didn't participate in this. And I'm kind of sad that I didn't. But it was, like, senior citizen day we did that it's like so fun are all the seniors would like you know gray their hair out and stuff and there was this girl that i had english class with and she did such a good job with her fit it was perfect like she sprayed her hair but i've never seen that like hairspray stuff look as smooth as it Mm -hmm. did on her because normally like it looks kind of crunchy and kind of stiff but her, she had like the little low bun and the glasses and the cardigan. And I said, some, Grandma, Some is people that you? really went all out. Like somebody like um, dyed their hair gray for Senior Citizen Day. And that day was like, it wasn't specifically Senior Citizen Day. It was like each grade was their own. Like, so That's like the was. freshmen were babies. And then mm-hmm. sophomore, I guess, were toddlers. And then I don't know what like the juniors were but um I do have this memory and it I think it was from freshman or sophomore year there was it was twin day and we always had twin day up until senior year and um me and this girl were like we have the same sex dress we should do twin day and I never wear dresses to school um so I go in the next day and I find her and she did not she did not participate that's the worst feeling and in the world. And then I felt, like, odd wearing a dress because it's, like, who wears a dress? And, um... Katie in a dress unheard no. of. Um, and then senior year, they decided we're not doing twin day. And me and my friend were so mad that we did our own twin day. So we had these, like, little alien sweatshirts like the same exact one and then we wore black pants and black converse because we were tumblr one time i was tricks from uh divergent or tricks what (laughs) tris excuse me (laughs) i was (laughs) i was trick cereal um and i remember i painted those that stupid bird tattoo on my like collarbone and that culture oh it brings me back I have pictures from it, and what a time. And I did it because it was very last minute, and I didn't have anything planned. And I did it, like, the morning of because it's, like, all black, and I had a leather jacket, whatever. And I was like, I can do this. And my friend, Nicole, she was Katniss, and she made, like, a bow and arrow for it. The com- I wish that existed yeah. in the adult world. I miss getting dressed yeah, up like that. Yeah, we did, like, character day and so many Katnesses. I have never seen so many Katnesses in my life. But, like, I miss that time. I really do. Like, what do people dress up now? That was Like, everything. what do they do for character day now? Uh, you know, they have, like, TikTok day and stuff they like that. They do Riverdale for character day. You know they do. 
couldn't be yeah. me. Couldn't be me. I think that's what we need to do for the podcast. That's what we need to do. We need to do a spirited podcast. Yes. For five episodes, we'll have a theme <laughs> and we'll dress the theme, but only we'll know mm-hmm. what the thing is. Like the commitment. I'm serious. I, I will I'm do not it. joking. Um, yeah. And it's so funny. And probably after this, we'll probably have to end the podcast because it's getting a little long. But um, mm-hmm. I was in my British literature class and we were talking about like stories like that are very like escapist. Like you can like escape into the world of the book. And he was like asking for examples. Like, so like, what did y'all like think? Do y'all have any books or anything? Um, of like the supernatural realm and this girl got so excited because she he she didn't even let him finish when he said book and she was like supernatural like in the show and she was like kind of embarrassed because when he said book she was like oh sorry my girl you go on ahead who cares she said Stephen Dean coursing through my veins I was gonna say Harry Potter but then I remember that I never speak in class and this is not the time to speak up and he was like well, aren't y'all the generation of Harry Potter? And I was like, wow, we are that generation. You are, but at the same time, I feel like Harry Potter's been around for so yeah, long. Yeah, like, I feel like Harry Potter is a very millennial thing. Gen Z, I'm just gonna say, mm-hmm. I don't think Gen Z really, like, I'm like we're both bordering Gen Z and millennial. Late Gen mm-hmm. Z and millennial, that's the Harry Potter age. And someone on TikTok described this perfectly. They're like, I'm a Harry Potter fan, but not in the sense of, like, I would have a gender reveal party in a Harry Potter style. Oh, like, no. You know- I didn't know gender reveal parties were real until social media. Because, like, I've <laughs> oh, that's yeah, never definitely. happened. But, like, there are just... It's very middle school Harry Potter, I feel like. It's very tacky. But, like, Harry Potter... Like, the true aesthetic is, like, when you just dress in the colors of your house. You... So, is that what we're doing for day one of Spirit yes, Week podcast? Doing... <laughs> okay, so I have to dress Ravenclaw. Obviously. And I'll do Hufflepuff. But, like, there's different aesthetics to each house, too. I have so much navy yeah. blue to choose and from. I, I think that's what I really appreciate about Harry Potter. Because I feel like the, like, millennial Harry Potter... Those are the ones that are, like, still kind of with J.K. Rowling, you know. They kind of still accept Mm -hmm. it. But, like, us? Mm -mm. Daniel Radcliffe wrote those books. (laughs) Daniel is an author, a poet, if you will. But there's so many people on TikTok that are mad. And, like, I'm slowly getting out of the Harry Potter TikTok because I've had had enough of it. It was... I think you gave it to me because I've been seeing oh, Draco on there I'm, and I'm like, I'm what so is sorry. this? I'd rather have Harry Potter TikTok than Draco Malfoy because Harry Potter is like everything and like all the house aesthetics. But somebody was like really mad. They're like, these little Gen Zers ne- will never know like having a crush on Draco Malfoy when you were in middle school. I was like, calm down. Just, Some of us millennials will never know either. Just calm <laughs> down. But also I will say... Um, some of these, some of these young Gen Zers, they don't know that Draco Malfoy was in fact a bully in the books. He was, um, he was throwing around some slurs that 
are specific to the wizarding world and all these people not an mb an mb indeed and <laughs> last thing i want to bring up why do people insist on getting death mark tattoos when we all know death eaters are the equivalent of nazis in the wizarding world so why would you get that tattoo not a daniel swastika <laughs> yes indeed if you want to get a tattoo, get the three little yeah. stars that are at the top of each that, thing. That is the first tattoo in my Pinterest board from when I was like 14. Oh my god. I think my first one, I can't share it. I'll share it after. Should we transition to the quiz? We should. We are taking a quiz called Everyone's Personality Matches a Zoe 101 Character. Here's yours. I don't want to say this line. This quiz is dripping. By Nora Dominic, a BuzzFeed staff member. Thank you, Miss Nora. Okay, so this is one of these where we usually just switch the question and answer for each other. So first, how would your best friends describe you? Empathetic. I'm an empath. <laughs> Loyal. Outgoing. Ambitious. Not I, said the dog. Passionate or truthful. Okay. Let's see. Taylor. I feel like for some reason every time I probably choose something different for you because usually these people use the same thing. You know what? You are pretty passionate. You're always talking about things you just get excited for. Like the other candles. You're passionate about candles, I feel like, but you're passionate about everything that you like more than I am. Like, I have interests, but you have hobbies. Oh my god. First of all, I'm so shocked because whenever I see the word passionate, I always think bull oni. Because when people are like, my passion in life is to be an accountant, which, like, cool if that's you, but I'm like, why can none of my hobbies, in quotation marks, translate to income? But I don't think passionate, and I will say I have done this as well, I don't think passionate means like career or like turning a hobby into a career. Um, it could just mean like the random little things that you like and you just, like having a collection of something, you're passionate about that. Wow, a new perspective. I accidentally clicked that for me because I'm dumb, so... Katie said I am passionate, too. She said twin. She said Gemini season. Um, <laughs> is it bad that, like, I don't know what empathetic means? Like, I do, but I don't. Isn't that, like, you feel for other people? You understand people's feelings? I guess. Maybe do I, know I what don't. Means? I don't think I understand people's feelings. I would say truthful. <laughs> Because she said, I will could you do shreds. No. <laughs> These TA updates I get during the week are very truthful. And that's all we're going to say about that. No other words to describe what I tell her. Nothing uttered. <laughs> um, truthful is... <laughs> I will say Miss Ma'am is truthful about things that she doesn't like, <laughs> which I kind of appreciate because okay. some people, if you're talking about something, like I think we're both supportive of the other's interests usually, even if we're not interested in it ourselves, 
but like you'll straight up be like I don't like that and I'll be like okay cool I'm gonna talk about it anyway but you're the same way too and I think that's what I like about our conversations I kept ranting to you about the Umbrella Academy and you're just like you know I don't think I can ever get into it but you know go off support woo Mm -hmm. everybody needs to look at us as like a star representation of a friendship we're the example okay (laughs) we're the blueprint um since we spent so much time on that question pick a class to take a study of book to tv adaptations the history of cats the musical lego robotics surviving the zombie apocalypse ufos from a to z or european witchcraft um, one of the reasons why I picked this quiz is because of this question, because usually these type of questions are just like math, science, but this, this person got creative. Um, I have taken an adaptation class before, not for TV necessarily, but for film. Um, but I would take a TV one. I think that is so fun. I am picking European witchcraft because we all know I'm a hippy dippy tarot manifest your journey kind of gal. Oh, girl, I knew you were going to pick that one, <laughs> and I love that for you. Which Zoe 101 character would you trust with a secret? Oh, goodness. Dustin Brooks. He's on TikTok now. Uh, mm-hmm. Stacy Dilson, who's always playing with those cotton schwabs, and that's how she says it. Nicole Bristow, they really did her wrong. Dana Cruz, gone but not forgotten because she left very early on. <laughs> Coco Wexler, my ravioli queen. Or Mark Del Figolo, Quinn's ex. Okay, so I'm going to be honest. I recognize a few of these people, but like in terms of knowing their character, um, I like Zoe 101, but you know, as a kid, I didn't, you know do character analysis and know characters that well. I was more of a Drake and Josh and, like, House of Anubis type of gal. Not Anubis. <laughs> yes, Anubis. No! Yes. If we ever find that show, I really want to watch it for the podcast. I remember it seeing a couple episodes, but I can't remember it that well. I know it has that girl from the Bratz movie. Mm-hmm. Her a- Ooh, her acting. Um, okay, I'm just going to guess... I know Dustin, was he, I don't know, I feel like he shares secrets all the time. I feel like he was just, like, typical annoying little brother. Yeah, that's why, like, he was typecast, is that, and then, um, Nicole seems like a snitch. I Um, like Nicole as a person, but she seems blabby. Like, I don't trust it. You know, I'm just gonna trust Mark. He seems, like, quiet. (laughs) That was who I was going to pick. It was going to be Mark because let me just explain my rationale really quick. So we already talked about Nicole and Dustin. Stacy, she's just a little too weird for me. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm not telling you everything. Even though she would probably be the least judgmental. Oh, yeah. And then Dana, she's very mysterious and she doesn't really talk to people. But I feel like if you crossed her the wrong way, like, she would be like, okay, by the way, Taylor said X, Y, Z. Uh, mm. And then Coco, she is Coco, and she would not even realize it's a secret. So Mark is the obvious choice. Uh, pick a flavor of Blix to drink. Is that their signature drink? Uh huh. It's the show? their version of Powerade. Okay. Which is not my kind of beverage, honestly. I don't think I've ever had a Powerade. It's not my kind of beverage, you know. But 
The choices are cherry lime, uh uh uh, leaping lemon, blue raspberry, an obvious choice, duh, grape, pink lemonade, or orange crush. Isn't that trademarked? It should be. <laughs> uh, because crush is the actual name of it. Exactly. Okay, so I have an unpopular opinion. I actually really like grape flavored things. I know everybody hates them, but I really like them. Although I would not choose it for this. I'm going to pick Leaping Lemon. Leaping Lemon. I'm picking Blue Raspberry because usually any drink that's blue is pretty okay. In my opinion, I will say Cherry Limeade is disgusting. Wow. That's a bold opinion. Nasty. It's bold. And grape was something I liked as a child, but I think as I got older, I just kind of like distanced myself from it. You really diss the Sonic signature drink, didn't you? I'm not taking it back. That drink is nasty. Okay. I haven't had one since I was a kid, so I can't really judge either. Um, now, what color would you want your scooter to be? Oh my god, I always wanted one of those. They're little, like, Vespa things. Ooh, okay, orange, blue, pink, green, black, or purple? Um, okay, so I'm gonna judge it based off the actual color shown, because orange, orange, you could go so many ways. You can go, like, balls orange, and I do not want that. But this type of orange... I really like that, so I'm going to go with that. I like orange in general. I think she's beautiful. Um, a part of me was like, I'm going to get pink like Zoe, but that's not realistic. I'm going to go with black. Dark Academia. If you actually chose pink, girl, it's like you switch personalities, right? I could never imagine you with that type of pink. I really do enjoy Oof. pink, though, as a color. <laughs> I don't hate it. I just don't have a lot of pink items. But like that pink? It is very um, Barbie. But also it would be making a statement. Maybe I would get that if I was feeling like I needed attention. And I support that. Choose a 2000s teens movie. Wow. We've watched some of these. What a time. We have... A Cinderella story starring Hilary Duff, who I was just talking about. Oh my goodness. I'm psychic. It's all that European witchcraft. Uh, we have Juno, Katie's favorite film. With Ellen Page, and I just mentioned the Umbrella Academy. Oh my goodness. Gemini Twins. And then <laughs> we have High School Musical, aka Singing is for Girls. We have Bring It On. That franchise, I don't care what anyone has to say, that franchise pops off. Like, I've seen all of them. I have seen all of them, but I will say, like, I was young when I watched them, so I'm not that familiar with them. It's kind of like a distant memory, but, like, Shabuya Roll Call still plays in my head on occasion. Uh, Then we have The Princess Diaries, another classic. Um, We love some Anne Hathaway in this household. And then we have Mean Girls, was praised for its iconicness, but also she a little played out. She is. And, you know, I I think I'm at the point in my life where people stop talking about Mean Girls. Like, we've reached that certain age. People have seen more movies. But, like, in high school, that is all people talked about. And I'm like, I have never seen Mean Girls. I try to watch it. 
And I got to, like, the Halloween party scene. Oh, that is, like, barely in it. Yeah, and I was done. <laughs> I know what happens. I think everybody knows what happens in the movie. I used to have a shirt that said, you can't sit with us in high school, and that keeps me up at night. <laughs> we, we all have our regrets. It's fine. I used to have 21 Pilots merch. It's okay. We, we all have our regrets. Um, so, obviously, I'm picking Juno. I mean, are we surprised? Yeah. No. Definitely not. I'm so torn between The Princess Diaries and High School Musical. <laughs> Dang. I was really about to say High School Musical, but the first one's not my favorite. The third one is. Really? Oh, my goodness. Says the girl who's going to get an HSM tattoo. Listen, I still would. I... That franchise. But would you get a Princess Diaries tattoo? I don't know. I don't know. The iconicness of it, though. Maybe I would get, like, Princess Pucker up, like, on my thigh. Okay. I'm going to pick Anne this one time. Troy and Gabriella, please stand down. And finally, pick something important from Zoe 101. Oh my god, I'm so excited. We have number one, Zoe's key necklace. Honestly iconic. Then we have the time capsule, which is like one of the most pivotal things. Because when they tried to do that reboot, this is the episode they referenced for that. The sushi box, which is like the little on-campus restaurant. The coffee cart. I don't remember that ever being relevant, so who cares. Quinn's Quinventions or Stacy's Cotton Swabs. Okay, so I do vaguely remember Quinn's Quinventions, obviously. Um, I associate it with, like, Harper from Wizards of Waverly Place, where, like, you know, she was that character that just had to be quirky. She had to have her own inventions. Um, So I'm going to pick that one. I'm picking the time capsule because sentimental. Hmm. Who did you get? I'm not happy, but I understand why I have what I have. Okay, Quinn Pensky. I have her too. Really? Okay, so your mm-hmm. personality matches Quinn. You are smart, brave, and quirky. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, the brave part. It's like, this is not Harry, Harry Potter. Like, come on. You're smart, <laughs> brave, and Kendall Jenner. Like Quinn, <laughs> you're someone who loves to learn new things, and you love to challenge yourself. Your knowledge is your very best quality and will carry you far in life. You're constantly striving to make this world a better place. All I can think about is that tiny water bottle. And it just brings me back to elementary school when I used to drink those water bottles. And I often think to myself, that was not enough water. And then it makes me think in elementary school, when you get school lunches, you get milk instead of water. Like, And we were not allowed to go to the water fountain. I think I brought my lunch every day except for pizza days so i was drinking capri sun i did it with pizza day and chicken nugget day and one time they switch up the schedule and it was spaghetti day and we had like all this tomato sauce on it and i literally was gonna puke did you ever have the steak fingers oh girl we we had like salisbury steak <laughs> no not the y- y'all didn't have steak fingers Mm, no. what i thought that was a tennessee thing i guess not they were like i was gonna say they're like chicken it's so hard for someone who like doesn't regularly eat meat to describe it they're like these stri- <laughs> they're like these strips 
They kind of look like fish sticks, but they're like thick and flat. Ew. Aren't they gross? Ew. I'm like looking. So I actually looked it up with school lunch and it's so disgusting. Did it come with gravy? Because that's what oh, no. it shows here. Ours had like this fake A1 sauce. Like it was in a little packet. Ew. Oh my goodness, Tyson sells it in bags. Uh, I've nasty. never seen that. I've never seen that. Ew, this all looks so gross. That's no, why I'm you. pescatarian now. <laughs> because, because of the steak fingers. Steak fingers. Um, thank you for, <laughs> telling, for informing me of steak fingers. I, I had no idea what those you things were. You are so welcome. If you have any other school lunch questions you want to bring to me, <laughs> I will be more than happy to answer. Consider me the TA of the lunch tray. Okay, I will do that. Uh, should we do our outro? Of course. We hope you enjoyed this hundred and first i keep wanting to say hundred and one which is not a thing um, <laughs> episode mistakes <laughs> and all uh give us a rating give us a review tell us what you like tell us what you don't like follow us on twitter at courage and doll and check out our website courage doll podcast.wixsite.com slash now playing i'm updating it but also i got locked out of my canva account and i'm trying to get it back so stay tuned oh my goodness if you don't have Twitter but you still want to tell us your thoughts, then email us couragedollpodcast at gmail.com and subscribe. Bye. Bye.